back to Becoming Your Best Version, where I interview the most inspirational women I have crossed paths with, and they share with us their tips for becoming your best version. So for more than 20 years, Kelly Howard has been connecting women to freedom and personal empowerment through fitness, consistency, mindset, and adventure. She's changed thousands of lives with her Fit is Freedom podcast, courses and events, and is a contributing author to the bestseller, Number One Habits for Entrepreneurs. A serial entrepreneur herself, she created and sold four companies. She's the former owner of Bayou City Outdoors, the largest outdoor activity and social club of its kind. She's helped thousands of women enjoy and flourish on hiking, biking, and kayaking adventures worldwide. She currently calls Houston, Texas her home, but can frequently be found on rivers and trails across the globe. Check out fitnessisfreedom.com for more information. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I, for one, need to talk more to you because during the pandemic, I gained 20 pounds from leading a more sedentary lifestyle. And I am walking and I was doing weights, but now I have a frozen shoulder. So I'm feeling pretty stuck. And I'd Literally, love yeah. to hear <laughs> how you help your clients develop the fitness mindset and get moving again. Sure, sure. And I am, I, I, your story is like, it's, it is the story of women right now. Like it's been such a crazy time and it's funny because fitness is one of those things that I think we should actually make as big a priority as our work and our family. Mm-hmm. But it is something that always seems to be like, you know, stuck there in the corner. It's over there in the corner, shivering, waiting for us to pull it back out. And instead, you know, we put everything else first. Yes. The, the last couple of years have allowed us to completely do that because we are more inclusive in ourselves and inside and, you know, not going to the gym and all those things. So it's what's going on with you is no different than a lot of people that I'm working with. And at the same time, it's so um, fixable, if that's a good word. Good. Um, yeah, no, it really is. I mean, I think the first thing that we all have to do is realize that, especially in this period of our lives right now, that it is our job, like our job 100% to take care of our health, because we're probably going to be here for a long time. Yes. I mean, modern medicine is going to keep us here for a long time it is up to us to decide how well we're going to be living that period of our lives yeah and how we're going to feel and what we're going to be able to do and if you think about it like this is a time when so many of us have so much more freedom like it maybe not um maybe not pandemic related but you know just age related we have more freedom in our lives now and what a perfect time to get to do all the playing that we want to do but you can't do the playing without the you know without a little bit of foundation (laughs) the consistency in that fitness and feeling good and because like when you have a frozen shoulder then all of a sudden you realize that 
things are um, limit, they start like shrinking down. Like what you can do starts becoming more and more limited. True. And so it's up to us to figure out like, how do we work around those limitations? Definitely. And I think um, I am lacking motivation right now. And I don't know how, how do you cultivate motivation in your clients? Oh, so for me, okay. My cultivation for motivation is I am probably an eight-year-old in a 61-year-old body. <laughs> I want to play. I and love that, it. That's, that's, what, that's my driving motivation is like, what are the things that we can do? What can we go do? And what can we do and play? And what's going to be fun? Um, and I found that like for us, if it's not fun, it's not sustainable. Like really, if you think about it, if, if you're going to the gym, let's say you are somebody that goes to the gym, but you don't like it. You're going to replace it with everything else until, you know, it just kind of falls to the side. So it's kind of like looking for the things that you want to do, that you want to be able to do, that if you could do them would make you super excited. Um, a perfect, for instance, for you with your shoulder, let's say that you, something that was driving you was learning to kayak, right? Like I want to go kayak beautiful rivers then your motivation would be that you want to go do those things. So now you have to figure out the way to fix that shoulder. Um, and so I think motivation, motivation also comes from, it's, it's exterior and it's interior. Exterior, you could have, you know, accountability groups. You could have someone like me, you know, cheering you on. You can have all those things. But in the end, motivation has to be um, an inside job. So knowing what you love, want to do, want to learn how to do, could just be like a lot of my clients are at that point where they want to just be able to play with their grandkids. Yes. Right? Like, like just like really do the fun things with those kids. And if they don't feel great, they can't do it. So you kind of find that thing that, that catches your attention as a spark for you. Yes, yes. I uh, used to be a pretty avid runner. I ran three marathons in my 40s. Wow. But now I'm in my 50s and I don't feel like running anymore. But what was key to running was that I was in a running group of other moms mm -hmm. and we met three times a week. And so I knew there would be someone there. So I think you're absolutely right that accountability, having an accountability partner would be a motivating factor for me. So I, I have a once a week walk with a friend, but I think I need to up that. So. Yeah, you know, walking is walking. I I consider walking being like mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not really going to make any big changes on your body. It's not really going to do like unless you're walking super fast. It's not going to do a lot of huge um, fitness, but it's that mental thing. And when you're getting out there and you're with a friend, that's so important. Like yeah. it's so important. We that's something I think that has thrown us off the last couple of years is lack of community is making us inside sad because community is one of those healthy things that we need yeah yeah so you do i know you do individual training and i know you're located in texas so you probably do a lot of in-person stuff there but for most of our listeners who are not in the houston area what do you offer for people who could use your help, but 
necessarily it would have to be online. Yeah. So actually what's happened the last couple of years is I have truly stepped away from um, anything in person except for our retreats. So we'll do a couple of retreats here. Um, everything else is online. I, I found that we do a group coaching program called the, called the Fitness Freedom Experience. Mm -hmm. And it works because I can be talking to somebody like you and I, let's say we were working one-on-one. -on -one. That's great. But when you walk away, you've been like, well, that was good. I got to talk to Kelly and we did all these things and now I've got a schedule or whatever. But when you have a group, that it's coming back to having those cheerleaders for the accountability. Scott, you've got people in the background that are cheering you on. And so I just love the, the ability that having a course where people can do just drop into the member portal and pull out information that they need and the group. It, it's like a magic. If something happens, it really works. Yes, I believe that. I really believe that. And I enjoy your podcast and your blog. Check out her blog on fitisfreedom.com. There's a lot about how to achieve your goals and thinking about what holds you back and um, some really great nuggets of information for women who want to better their lifestyles by becoming more fit because it really does reverberate into every facet of your life if you feel good, right? Oh, it does. It does. Like when we, I always say when we feel good, we do good. Yeah. And, and if you think about it, like when you feel bad, whether you're it's mental or physical or emotional, everything's so much more difficult. Yes. But when you start, and usually for me, it's starting with the, um, oh, I love, I love, oh, I love all the mindset stuff, but if you start with just the movement and it becomes a domino because when you start moving, whatever that movement is, whether it's a 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute, or a full on exercise program, you start with that. It just kind of like tips that first domino so that after that, everything gets simpler and easier. Agreed. Agreed. So you also do adventure travel for your clients. Tell us about that. So, yeah, um, years ago, I did a lot of it. I mean, that was kind of what my business was. And I had gotten away from it. And then what I found was uh, one of my groups, uh, I guess, where are we, 21? It was a 2019 group. We, they were all doing good, but they just didn't have that spark that you were talking about earlier, right? They, they didn't have the, the drive. And so I was like, okay, what if we went on an adventure vacation? And if we do this, everyone's got to be able to keep up. And in general, that is like one of the biggest fears um, people have, that women have a lot, is not being able to keep up with everyone else and holding people back. Mm -hmm. Right. There's this like we don't want to be like, you know, I was that kid in dodgeball that never got picked. Right. I don't want to be that on the trails. So we I put together a whole program. I call it training for trails. And then we all started training. It turned into this amazing thing because everybody realized that they actually could do it. Mm. Like there was this huge fear, huge fear, because we we're going to do some big we're going to actually on this was a travel uh, this was a hiking trip so we were going to do some big hikes and there was lots of you know worry but then my my whole goal for everybody was that at the end of the day they felt good enough to go out and do whatever we wanted to do and they weren't exhausted they weren't you know run down from the trip they weren't whatever it was 
and everybody was on fire. It turned out to be so much fun. I was like, I cannot not do this anymore. So, um, so Smoky Mountains, it's kind of my favorite stomping ground in the world. So that happens every year. And then Costa Rica is another one. Um, ah. in, right? Costa Rica is love more Costa Rica. of- Love Costa Rica. I do too. I do too. I like, oh, love it. And that's more of a all around adventure travel so that, you know, you get to do a little bit more than just hiking. And it's the kind of thing that pulls together and creates that community we were talking about and gives people like, I guess the best way I can say it is one of my clients, she was very, very concerned about this. Like it was not, it was not in her um, wheelhouse to do something like this. So she actually hired me one-on-one -on -one in addition to the group coaching. And she's worried. We worked together for 12 weeks. After our um, trip to the Smoky Mountains, she went to visit some friends in Colorado and on her own went out, found a group, did a big hike there, you know, sent me the pictures. She's like, yeah, I'm in. And it was so fun Aww. because, right, like that's the confidence. That's the, and this is the woman who has some grandkids that are coming. They're, they're, uh, I think they're both due in about, I don't know, going to make something up, probably about three months. And she's like, I want to take them camping and I want to take them hiking, right? So How gratifying you know, for you. Isn't it? I just love that. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So you have clients of all ages, it sounds like. I do. Um, the majority are 48 plus. Okay. So, I mean, actually the majority of them are late 50s to early 60s, but uh, in general, it's like 48 up. So to see results, do you emphasize diet and exercise or um, what, what kind of plan would you set up for someone just starting out? For someone just starting out, um, I really, what I look at is, is what's going to drive them, right? So before anything, it's the mindset. It's like, you know, because you can do diet and exercise all day long, but if you are not excited about what you're going to do, it's not going to stick. So we start out with the mindset. Then we move into really simple, small steps. Like I don't believe starting really big is going to, to work because if you, if you start with a, well, let me stop for just a second. And then we put it together a schedule. I think that that's one of the most important things anyone can do is actually plan a schedule for the week of what the movement's going to be. Yes. And, and if they're doing, you know, diet, put that in there too. But starting that, we, on our group, we call it FPA, which is we're going to plan ahead. <laughs> right? You got to, yeah. you got to plan ahead because we do that in life. We do that with our businesses. We do that with everything that's important. But then a lot of times people will just get up in the morning and go, hmm, what should I do today? Well, I, I might go for a walk later today. And then, you know, someone calls and says, hey, would you rather go out for a glass of wine? And we're like, yeah, no, that's way more fun. So plan ahead, plan your week, start small. Um, and when you're starting small, be, be really gracious with yourself. Because a lot of times if someone's getting started and they say that this week I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to work out five days and one day is going to be mobility and balance and one day is going to be strength and one day is going to be cardio, et cetera, et cetera. And they don't hit it. They only work out three days. A lot of times what happens is that we, we become very hard on ourselves and mm. we're like, oh, didn't work. You know, I never stick to it. Why bother? 
And instead, if we learn to give ourselves grace and just say, you know what? That was three times more than I did the week before. Mm -hmm. So this next week, let's see what we can do. And it's, it's a different way of looking at things. I don't believe in like just full on, full out. I used to. And I still <laughs> do some things. I still do some things that are pretty full on, full out. But at the same time, when you're just getting started, start small, easy, schedule, plan, and then be willing to move your schedule around as needed. But that's all around mobility, movement, strength, and endurance. I like it. I like it. So I like to ask all of my guests this one question. What do you do to become your best version? I love that question. It's, a, it's one of those questions that you're like, wow, I mean, you could go a thousand ways. But when yes. you come down to it in my world, um, when you come down to it, be your best version for me is to really see what's going to light me up. What's going to make my life, my life more exciting? Mm-hmm. because when I do that and when I know what the things are that are going to really light me up, then it goes out to everything else in my life, whether it's my work or my family or my relationships, it, it extends out because if I'm not doing the things that make me feel great, then I'm not going to be doing the things that I can do to take care of everything else that matters to my life. That's so true. I think that uh, many of us lose sight of what brings us joy, even small things that bring us joy. And I love that you're, you are conscious of that and the need to cultivate your inner light so that you can be a light to others. So that is a wonderful tip and one that has not been shared on this show oh, before. I love it. Love it. Love it. Thank so. You. I thank you for being with us today and sharing your tips for motivation and fitness and cultivating joy. And again, everyone check out fitisfreedom.com because being fit is freeing. So thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Maria. I really, truly appreciate being here. All right. Take care. 